Coffee Talk with Karen every weekday at 11 a.m. And we have Real Talk with Karen Stacy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. It's not your mama's talk show. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe. And let's have some fun, baby. You can find us on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, and on MiamiMicRadio.com. Testing, testing, is this mic working? You better believe it is. I'll see you guys soon. Alrighty, we are here. It is Tuesday. And I have Giselle joining me in the studio. Giselle, before you join me, make sure you share this video so all of your friends can see it. Uh, because once we're on, there's no time to look down. So let's share out this video to all of our friends. Um, and uh, hi, guys. Happy Tuesday. Did you miss me since this morning? It's two for Tuesday. And uh, you love my intro, thank you. It's two for Tuesday, and that means that you guys are tuned in to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. We are also live on the Karen Stacy page. Uh, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, turn your notifications on. We are live on the Real Talk Coffee Talk group. And we are live on YouTube and Twitch. Don't forget to subscribe at, I got something in my mouth, uh, Real Talk Karen Stacy. So without further ado, I'm going to bring my girl Giselle on with me. There we go. Hi, Giselle. How are you, mama? How are you? Good. How are you? I am. Good. How are you? I am good. I'm hoping everybody, did you share the video? Perfect, because you want to make sure, because then you know what ends up happening? After the show, everybody goes, oh, well, we missed it. And I'm like, well, you didn't share it. You know what I just realized? I didn't turn the lights on in here. No one's, a, I mean, not that they make a big difference, but do a little tap dance for a minute, Gina. Well, I mean, Giselle, while I, while I turn the lights on, what a <laughs> ding dong I am. And it really, did it make a difference? I just turned them on. No difference, right? It, it, yeah, like an iota. I can't find, I need the, the Joan Collins lighting so that I look young, but I haven't figured that part out yet. Oh my God. It's funny because, uh, Carmela came the other day to help me do some stuff and she's like, don't you have any light in here? I'm like, hello, you see me every day struggling with the light. And now, you know, it's freaking dark in here. You know, it's not easy. This whole lighting thing. So just I want to remind everybody to share out this video for us um, so that uh, everybody can tune in. Um, I'm just trying to see. There are a couple of people that jumped on. And since I get lost, uh, once I start talking to you, I don't want I want to. Joey is in the building. Uh, your hubby. <laughs> oh, hi, Mr. Solano. Your hubby's in the building. Rosie is here. Someone else is here. I didn't see. Hey, Shorty's on. Hi, Shorty. Yes, Gangsta Mama. I didn't wear my Gangsta Mama shirt today, but it's all good. 
You know, I, I went I went real talk uh, uh, tonight. I didn't go gangsta. You know what? It's nice out now. Like, it's perfect for just, like, a little sweatshirt. You know, like, it feels good. So, I don't know. I just had the urge to put a sweatshirt on. It was cold in my house. It's cold in the house when it gets... Today was nice, though. Today was a nice day. It gets... But it feels... For some reason, when it's a little warmer outside, for some reason inside, it feels chillier to me. So... Yeah. I had like, not that I had the chills all day, but I was chilly, you know? And so I want, now I'm hot that I got the sweatshirt on. I should have worn my other shirt. Maybe I'll just start stripping in the middle of the show. Who cares? <laughs> I'll join you. Oh boy. We'll get some good ratings. Yeah, that's it. We'll do it the 50 and over, you know? Uh, start stripping. Who's sweating now? <laughs> um, let me see. Well, I don't know if you're 50. I am, but I don't know if you are. Um, Oh, okay. Well, I am. So you know, I don't. You watch the show a lot. So the joke is that last year I turned fifty, right, in April, and because the world was shut down, if I didn't celebrate my fiftieth birthday, I ain't fifty. So I told everybody I'm forty nine point nine 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 nine, and if I don't celebrate. This year, I'm going to be 49.9995 until we celebrate my 50th birthday. And then I'm going to get old fast because then I'm going to celebrate my 50th and be 51 in the same moment. Well, that, that's a big milestone, 50. To be home. You have to, be, you have to have a big celebration for that. Don't you think? I mean, you know, come. It's it like I think so, but you know, I mean, look, we're the forgotten ones, right? Especially like we're we're you're a mom, right? Yes. Okay, so we're okay so we're the forgotten ones right um so it you know it's tough so you know what um before i want to just say there's a couple of people so steve p is screaming giselle so that must be one of your friends um okay i see lisa good hi lisa um glad you're joining us uh hey tony how are you we got a couple of the new york ties people in the building uh michael stamos is that like um who was the really hot one um john stamos, john stamos. John stamos. is michael hot like that <laughs> giselle's like did she just really say that michael i'm just messing around i'm just messing around uh, uh vinny's in the house i see vinny is here um maddie love Yes, 49.999, abso-freaking-lutely. Okay, um, let's see. All right, so now, do me a favor. I'm going to start this like I start all of my shows. So I'm going to say, Giselle, who the hell are you? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And my 21-year-old is special needs. Okay. Um, and um, after 19 years of marriage, I got divorced. And I've been a single mom for the past uh, three years now. A little over three years. Okay. 
Okay. Um, and now do you, um, are you, do you stay home with, with your girls or? No. Okay. And I've been doing that for over 23 years now. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's been, uh, you know, I, and now with COVID, it's actually kind of easier because I've, I've been able to work from home. So um, it, it, it makes life a little bit easier with the kids and, and everything. So, um, you know, I, I kind of like it right now. Isn't um, it, is it, it's uh, it's funny, right? Because it's like a love-hate thing, like most things in life, right? Where certain things um, are a little bit easier. Life itself is harder, but the stresses that made our normal everyday life are easier, right? Like, if that makes right. sense, right? So, it, it does. You know, I think... Yep. So now I we've eliminated yep. all that stress. Yep. So yep. It's uh, it, it's good actually. I you know what <laughs> it it's really very true. Um, I am not a morning person, so like in the summertime, for instance, like when my son was off from school, because I do the same thing. I have to get up. I have to take him to school every morning. So um, you know, my son was always an early riser. And like he would be up at like five something in the morning, which, you know, that's the time you go to bed. You don't wake up at that time. Like that's right. ridiculous, right? Um, so, you know, like when I would have to take him to school, I was a cranky bastard all the time because I hated getting up because I would push it to the last possible second to like get up, right? And, you know, then you eventually have to like, you know, realize you can't keep pushing it to the last second. You got to set that alarm 20 minutes earlier because you're waking up, you're trying to, you know, luckily when they get old enough to get themselves ready, right? But then, then you got to make lunch, you know, you got to do, you know, I got to have my coffee, you know, there's things that have to, right? So there's not enough time where, you know, you want to just be like, come on, let's go. No, you got to get up and do it. So I am always a different person in the summertime because I don't got to get up at six something in the morning. So I've been a different person since for a year because I didn't have to get up. So yeah, I mean the stress of that, not to mention also the expense. How much money exactly. were you spending in gas? That too. Yeah, there's a big savings there. There's a huge savings. There's a lot. I mean, that being said, you also, you know, can't get, you know, you're in the same malls all the time, right? You know, so there's, you know, there's, there's, you know, pros and cons. There, there is. There is. To that. I mean, you know what? I, but if it's a nice day at lunch, I go out for a walk, like, you know, to get out. Yep. Well, that's a good thing. It, it really is. I mean, even me, like, it sounds, so, it sounds so lame even for me to say it. But, like, my studio area is, like, I don't know, 20 feet from my house, right? 
So that's like the only, like the only time I leave the house. Like, and I walk from there to here, which like, oh my God, you walked so far. But it is getting out of the house and changing your environment a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's kind of funny, you know, to say that. But now, um, you, you said that you were married for 19 years yeah. and you are divorced now for three. So now your girls are adults, basically. Um, so, um, you know, you were not, you, you know, they weren't little that you were raising them as a single parent. You're just now, your husband is no longer in the house now. So for the past three years, it's just been the, two, the three of you, right? Yes, correct. Now, what um, do you, how do you feel about talking? I know you said that you have a daughter that has special needs. Do, do you want to share that with us sure. at all? Okay. Yeah, I'll talk about God. The reason she had a stroke in utero is because I did not know that I have this inherited gene called Factor V Leiden where my body creates blood clots. Oh boy. Okay. Goodness. Seizure meds. Um, she's uh, had uh, Achilles lengthening done. I mean, it took her six years to walk. Um, it's lots of um, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, you name it. We, we've done it. Um, we did it all. Uh, and you know what? She's 21 now. Okay. That's amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, she's a higher functioning kid, you know, to a certain level. Um, and she's a happy kid, and she loves music. Every, everything that she does has to do with music. Love it. So um, it's, it's what gets her going through the day. So, um, you know, we got through it, though. Well, first I have to say God bless because, um, I mean, like I'm fighting tears right now because, um, you know, I mean, I, I had some issues with my son when he was younger. So I went through all those therapies, uh, you know, nothing like what you've been through by any means. And I know what it did to me, um, and my marriage, uh, because, uh, you know, my, my husband was old school. There's nothing wrong with him. You know, I don't know how your husband was, but, you know, the family, the same thing. My in-laws would say, uh, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with him. He just don't want to talk. When he's ready, he'll talk. And I'm like, 
you know, and you listen to people because you don't know what the hell you're doing. I mean, that was your first, right? right? She's the older one, right? Yeah, so, she's the older one. So, my first. Right. So now you feel like, you know, okay, maybe it's me, right? But as a mother, you know when something is wrong, right? And so then not only are you trying to help your kid, but you're fighting the establishment because a lot of people aren't on board. I mean, I don't know if maybe you had a little bit more because obviously those type of, um, you know, disabilities are more apparent um, than, you know, others. But, you know, that had to be, um, you have to have a ton of patience, uh, you know, and it's, you have to, at some point, you gotta just like, like you got to like die a little bit inside in order to do this. Like every time you had to go for, you know, you said she had certain surgeries, she had this, she had that. I mean, you got to lose your mind every time. Yeah. I, I stayed positive um, throughout the whole thing. I also, at the time, you know, my mom was around at the time and she was a huge, huge help. That's great. Um, she she did a lot. She really did. She she actually did therapies with my daughter. Okay. So um, my mother did a lot. Uh, Thank she, God. And, and allowed me to go to work. So um, she was a huge help. Which yeah. also helps what you. That also not to interrupt you, but by allowing you to go to work, even though work is no break, it was enough of a mental break, I guess, for you that you could come back regenerated or recharged because, you know, you can't, you know, a, a lot of people, I, I see a lot of the comments and, and people are saying stuff like God sends special children to special moms. Um, someone else just said, Giselle, my son is autistic. He's 20 years. Um, I know where you're coming from. It's hard being a single parent. Um, so you were fortunate not to be a single parent um, and uh, have your mom, thank God. Um, but it is, you know, it's a lot on the family. And there are a lot of people that don't really understand it. Um, I think that, um, you know, when we grew up, this wasn't a thing, right? I mean, I don't even know how to put that, right? Um, really, there wasn't... Right. They're definitely, I, I, you know, I blame it on like the environment. I swear to God. Um, I mean, obviously in your situation, you said that you have some type of a rare, um, yeah, inherited gene. Right. Okay. Which you don't find out until too late. Right. Correct. And now. Okay. And she and because what happened is so after I I had gotten pregnant uh, with my second child, I saw a high risk doctor, and um, we had all this testing done. That's how I found out I was factor five, and then I had to go on blood thinners for my uh, pregnancy. So that was so, what. So that's the, the 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 treatment, if you will. So like when you had yeah. your second daughter. They knew already and were able to prevent that from happening. Correct. Amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, and amazing that, um, you know, that you were able to do that. Now, how did that affect the, the, the family dynamics, um, you know, uh, with having another child and being married? Um, 
she was starting to talk, and um, you know, she would say baby, and she'd say baby sister. So it, you know, we got her to interact with her sister. Yeah. So it it, it was good. It was, awesome. It, I think it was helpful um, in a way, uh, you know, to have her second child. So um, good. And That's beautiful. That is beautiful. I know it's not easy. Um, you know, I mean, not not firsthand. I don't know, but I, I can imagine. And um, unfortunately, a lot of people um, are not. Um, I don't want to know what the right word is, but you know, they're not very educated on what it entails. Um, you know, to care for um, a special needs child, no matter what. Yeah. Listen, when she was younger, there were times we would go to the mall and she'd just throw a fit for whatever reason and just drop to the floor and you're like, you want to crawl under a rock. Yeah. Everybody is looking at you. Yep. And, and staring and it's embarrassing. I know. And that's one of the things you have to deal with. You know, you just never know when they're going to come out and have an outburst. Yeah. And, and how, I mean, and you gotta, I mean, I, you gotta have a thick skin, right? Because it's, you know, it's, yeah. And especially like, I'm like, I'm the type of parent, like, I don't play that, you know, like the, the, you know, because there are a lot of kids that do have tantrums like that and there is nothing wrong with them. The parents, there's something wrong with, but not the kids, Right. And my son started that. He did it once. Now, again, I'm nowhere near in the dynamic that you are. He tried that once. It didn't happen again because he he knew what he was doing. He had full control over what he was doing. And there was no way that was happening. Because, yeah, you're mortified on a good day. You know? I mean, it is. And people don't get it. Because they don't know what's going on. And sometimes people will give you the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, it's tricky, you know. And then even just to go out. I don't know, you know, again, I'm not comparing. But I know that when my son, well, one of the things we found out was my son had all these allergies and respiratory issues, which in turn made him, they, they thought he had ADHD. They thought all of these things. Because we were pumping this kid with, you know, freaking epinephrine and everything else. And then we expect him to sit down and be a good kid, you know, like, and who thought? Because the doctor tells you to do it, you do it like a momo because you don't know what you're doing. So you listen to them and we would go out to eat and my son would get up and start, you know, running through the the restaurant and my husband would be like, "Uh," you know, and I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? You know, like when he's like, that's it, we're leaving, you know, pack it up, we're going and (laughs) I mean, I don't know what other people have experienced, but I we just stopped going out because it's for me personally, my stomach was in a knot. I couldn't eat because I didn't know who was going to act up when. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. We'll stay home. Yeah, we've had those too. Yep. Yep. Pack it up. Let's go out. <laughs> yep. That's it. 
Meet you in the car. I'll see you in the car. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that is very, very tricky. But you know what? My heart goes out and I, I you know, I give, there are so many parents out there that deserve like all the kudos uh, in the world. You happen to be one of them. Uh, you know, that, you know, you have a child that, you know, doesn't, isn't born with the same advantages, if you will, of the rest. And you love them just the same, you know, maybe if not more, because they're battling something and you can see normally special needs um, children are like shining rays of light like I don't know how to word that right like is, is your daughter very um like loving and she, she warm is. She is. yeah she is she always loves to give hugs and she'll she'll tell everyone she loves them <laughs> what a terrible thing yes right <laughs> we need the world needs more people telling everybody that they love them you know, I mean, it's, it's very true. And I, and the funny thing about life is that I think no matter what child you have, that we learn so much. I have learned so much from being a parent. Absolutely. I think our children teach us how to be better, better humans. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a blessing and, um, you know, some of us have challenges along the way, um, but certainly, you know, a blessing. Um, Absolutely. I want to say thank you to everybody that is tuned in this evening. You guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy, and my guest today is Giselle Elizabeth. We are live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. We are live on the Karen Stacy page. We are live on the Real Talk Coffee Talk group. We are live on um, YouTube and we are live on Twitch. So please, you guys, do me a favor. Share out the video. I see you guys on there. I know you guys are commenting. I apologize if we are not reading all of the comments, but I know you are there. And a lot of people, Giselle, are just sending you much love um, and, oh, thank you. And, thank you very much. and support. I appreciate uh, that. Thank you. Yes, it, and so do I. Um, so, um, let's see now. So you ended up, you and I ended up connecting because you are going to be on, uh, new, the New York Times series, correct? That is correct. And I feel really bad for you because you're playing <laughs> Joey's wife. So <laughs> instead of whacking somebody, he's going to be on his Hello Kitty phone, as Shorty would say. And he's going to be posting. That's what he's going to be like. All right, hang on a second. I got to post this on Facebook. <laughs> I got to post this on Facebook. He is the worst texter ever. So hopefully not. <laughs> so now let me ask you a question. Um, what kind of experience do you have um, in, the, in the acting business? I don't. You don't. Okay. 
Well, um, and and you know, you're not going in small either, because you're the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You better hope he has a girlfriend. You better hope he has the gourmet so you get a little break. <laughs> Listen, don't worry about it. I'm going to be the, the, the they're going to cast me. They don't know it yet, right? But they're casting. No, I'm going to be the next. They haven't, so far I heard there might be three families. There's two, they might be adding another one. They don't need to add the third family. All they need to do is add me. And I'm going to be the, 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 the head, whatever that is, right? And I'm going to be whacking all the gumads. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah? He's banging her? She got to go. So don't worry, I got your back. <laughs> I got your back. Thank you very much. <laughs> See, I just wrote the whole thing. Let's go. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. What, I mean, are you, your background, I mean, is this uh, something that, uh, you know, a lifestyle that you are familiar with, shall we say, or have grown up around? Uh, I, I don't want to put you in a bad position there. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is really all new to me. Okay. So, Okay. No, because, you know, my neighborhood that I, you know, I grew up in, I was around, you know, a lot of people and, um, you know, I have a big mouth. So when I was younger, I really had a big mouth, but I was smart enough to know that I shouldn't be opening up my mouth in certain situations. But still, you know, again, I told you I have FDD. I didn't know it at the time. But filter deficiency disorder is a very big thing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't you can't do that around the mob because it's not a good thing. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's, it's I mean, I grew up in the Bronx um, and I, you know, grew up around, you know, all of that stuff. So, it, you know, it's uh, it, to me, it, you know, it, when you grow up a certain way, there's a code, you know, there's a street code. Um, and it's funny because now I feel like kids don't have that street smart anymore because right. no one is, you know, everything is, 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 you know, play dates. Like it's all supervised interaction. So, you know, Yep. We did all that kind of stuff. They're just secluded inside with video games. Well, but I'm talking pre-COVID though. They weren't, you know, there was no reason for them to be inside on video games except the fact that, and you have girls and they still are home with video games? I thought only boys did that. No, my youngest, she's a big gamer. Really? Yes. 
See, now I, and it's funny, right? Because b back when we were growing up, wouldn't that be called like a dweeb? Like they would be home. It's like you're reading a book, you're playing a game. Like, what are you, a geek? Who plays games? Come outside and play. You know, let's go smoke pot. Like, I got a six pack of beer. Let's go to the park. Like, what are you doing? You know? So, yeah, it's it's just, it's very different. I noticed it when my son was younger. And again, I grew up in the Bronx and we moved to Westchester. Not that Westchester is any like class act, but very different than the Bronx. So we used to go, we had like, I would take them to these stupid things, right? And all the mothers are helicopter mothers. Oh, Joey, don't go there. Uh, that's not nice. Don't do that. Uh, 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 you know, and I'm like, you know, I mean, and you're ready for the kid to turn around and punch, you know, like, you know, somebody in the face or whatever, right? And it's like, oh, no, we don't do that. That's not nice, you know? And we're monitoring everything that we do. Now, I'm guilty of it too. When I hear my son talking to his friends and he says something, I'm like, that wasn't very nice. Like, really? That's what you, that's how you talk to people? But this is what kids do. They're mean. They are mean. You know? Really but now it's different because... Like you said, they can be alone together, which thank God during this that we have that because they would really have lost their freaking minds. Um, but, you know, at the same token, like, like you said, like, get out, go play, go do something. You know, so it's, you know, it's tricky. And I am concerned for my, my own son because he's doing phenomenal with the home schooling um, at this point. Like he got himself up to A's, which he's been striving to do. Uh, see, and some kids have the opposite. It's the opposite. Understood. And a lot of that also has to do with the school. My son's school is doing learning from nine, I'm sorry, eight o'clock to 2.30 every day. So he has all of his classes online. There's no, here's the assignment, do this. It's full on all day. And so the thing is, is that my son was bullied in school when he was younger. And he has that mental thing from that happening. So I think that what happened was by removing that dynamic, now he was able to actually concentrate because right. he wasn't feeling that pressure, if you will. And my son is like me. He's very, well, he's worse than me because he's nosy. So he wants to mind everybody's business. So when they're talking, instead of him paying attention, he's like this because he wants to hear what they're saying. So that's bad because he has the time to focus now. But what happens when he's in the real world and you have those distractions and you don't know how to filter out those distractions? So it's scary because we just don't know what the hell we're up against, you know? I think about think about one of these days these one of these children are going to be the president of the United States and the only way they're going to be able to talk to people is by texting them. <laughs> Nobody has conversations, they just text. I think we're going to bomb. Send. <laughs> I We, everything on it. 
<clears throat> we talked about that today, right? During the show. I said exactly that. We were seeing how is, so, the so, is social media, you know, uh, stressing you out. And then I said, they have made us addicted. And the phone was the first thing. Here you go. It's free. <clears throat> now everybody got one. And now all of a sudden, this thing, they could, people don't want to go get a vaccine. <clears throat> which I'm not condoning or, you know, whatever. I'm just saying some people don't want to get a vaccine, <clears throat> but I can guarantee you if they said, if we're going to stick a chip in your wrist and all your phone information, all you're going to have to do is like go like this and you can make a phone call. You know how many people would be online to get that? I agree. Because we're addicted to this freaking thing. And now it's a lifeline because we can't see or talk to people unless we're on the phone. Right. You can't do anything without the phone. Right. And so, and then the bad thing about that too is that unfortunately now we are expected to do everything. Before there was a rule, right? You don't call, right? Like, you know, your, I don't know how your parents were. 10 o'clock, no more phone calls in the house. Right? And so now all of a sudden... You know, 10 30, 11, 3 o'clock in the morning, they could text you, volumes off. That's it, right? They could text you, they could do whatever. Your kids in her room or his room and the doors closed, you got no idea. If they're being quiet, they could be up all night. It's true. Or your boss can get in touch with you 24 hours a day. Or you own a business and your customers, need attention and you know what when something goes wrong they want that response and they don't want to wait a timely fashion because no one waits you want a response back in five minutes we're in the now time and there's no excuse there's no getting away you somebody somebody doesn't respond to you like people people are known for messaging me during my show and then I'm like, I'll, you know, message them afterwards. Sorry, I was doing the show, you know, and, and it's like, you know, people are like, okay, well, you know, why didn't you get back to me? Like, what were you doing? Uh, you know, nothing, <laughs> you know, so it's just, it, it's a funny thing. And definitely, um, yeah, let them wait. Christine said, yeah, I mean, you know, and I don't know about you, but I have OCD when it comes to stuff like that. If somebody reaches out to me, I like have to respond to them because I feel I'm like it's rude. Yes. It's rude. But I think the problem is we don't have a penis. I can't say for sure, <laughs> but I think it's because we don't have a penis because men, I love you all, men have no problem not getting back to you in a timely fashion. Well, Do I speak the truth or not? This is real talk. I call it like it is. And I don't hear nobody. Let's see if any of the penis people. Um, <laughs> wait, would it be wrong for me to call them dickheads? No. Um, let's see if any of the penis people have something to say about that. If they're going to, you know, tell me what to do. Yeah, well, I'm looking. Oh, so Michael, you're Michael Stamos or Stamos. Uh, I like Stamos. I'm using Stamos. He said, not I. Um, hey, slow down, woman. Look, David, I, I, here it comes. They're coming at me. Listen, 
Don't get, I'm telling you right now, shorty, write me in, gangsta mama. I'm going to sit there. I got the hat. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to have my little hat. I'm going to go, you know what? He was disrespectful. He got to go. That's it. Just, I'm going to say, wait a minute. He, he what? He got a girlfriend? No, she got to go. She got a big mouth. She got to go. <laughs> I'm running all the families. That's why. You see, you need women in charge. We get shit That's done. We get shit we do done. Get shit done. We do. Because we don't have a penis and we respond accordingly. <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta laugh. I'm glad you're laughing. Keep it going, Karen. Karen, Karen, I always scream your name. <laughs> Look, and Shorty just said whack him. I'm telling you, Shorty, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna have like a, I'm gonna be smoking a cigarette. I gotta have black gloves on, right? Black gloves on. And like the, you know, like my, my derby, what are those hats called again? I forgot the hats I always wear. Um, fedora? Yes, a fedora. I'm going to have the fedora and I'm going to have high fuck me boots on. And I'm going to be there with a cigarette and you got to have, you know, the, the gloves on. And I'm yes. just going to point. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I don't like their attitude. I know there's going to be trouble. Get rid of them. That's what I'm going to, that's what we're going to do. I'm writing in a whole new scene. Perfect. I love it. Oh my goodness. All right. So while we're talking about penises. Yes. You mentioned that you are single. See, James said, now I'm crazy. Um, you mentioned <laughs> that you are single. <clears throat> so yes. three years single. So, um, you know, I am, <clears throat> what is it now? Seven, I think it's seven years, uh, widowed, right? So, um, would you, do you, should we go there? Should we talk about what it's like being single at, you know, 50? We, we can talk about it a little bit. Um, what do you think? Right, so wait, you were how old when you got married? I was th uh, 30. Okay, and how, when, what was, from when were you with your husband? Uh, we were together total 24 years. Okay, so you were together four years before you got married. So you were like 26, yes. you were in your late, you were in your, your mid-20s when you met. Yes. So yes. basically, um, you know, you're talking about 25 years, give or take. Gotcha. Okay. So, you know, so this whole scene was new to me. Um, I, I decided, you know, I, I saw, I heard about the dating sites. So I, <laughs> I, I tried them and I hated them. Uh, I did not last long on them. Um, and I just, I, 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 I was done. Um, so, but at that, you know, this, and this is, 
like dick pics, Giselle? What the fuck is wrong with you? Tired of it. Did you like it in the first place? No. Okay, I'm just asking. See, I was gonna say they got some pair of balls, which put them bump. No, um, you know, do you not, you not, they don't even ask you, they just send it to you. It's like here, just they what I always, but wait, I always say it right, and I go like when, when you get them right now, again, I'm fortunate, I don't even, <clears throat> I don't deal with any of that, right? But when it happened, because those dating sites, like you said. I, let's get into how horrible they are. Let's break it down. So yeah. do you mind me asking you which ones you were on? Oh, my God. I was on Bumble, um, uh, Plenty of Fish. Um, oh, my God. Uh, what were some of the other ones? I can't what was it? Cupid? Cupid? Uh, Cupid? Yeah. I, I, I've been on all of them. Okay. Oh, it was OK Cupid. That was the name of it. Yeah, OK Cupid. Yeah, yeah. So I've been, I was on like all of them, and they're horrible. Well, you know what's funny is that people. So the same thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, after I had lost my husband, um, you know, my girlfriend was like, "You, you, you gotta be around adults. Like, you have to just put yourself out there, right?" And, you know, it was a distraction, I guess. And to be honest with you, I was not even present you know, quite honestly. Um, and I was just going through the notions because I didn't make a choice not to be with my husband. I was forced to be in that position. Um, I think that you have a lot of um, different scenarios, right? In the sense that you have people that are divorced and they are happily divorced then you have people that are divorced and they're bitterly divorced. Um, so you get the people that come out of a relationship and, and all they want to do is, you know, like bang like rabbits and they want to sleep with everybody because apparently they were in some sexless marriage or they just weren't into whoever. So now they're like, you know, our first boyfriends, right? Where you got to worry about, you know, what they're doing, right? So not, I don't think any, you know, anybody's really looking for that unless you're just looking for the hookups, which again becomes a thing now, right? Because a lot of people are just looking for hookups, which I don't think there's anything wrong with as long as you're forthcoming with the fact that you are looking for a hookup. Do not... Right act like you want something more with me when you're just looking to get laid because I'm a grown woman. Maybe I just want to get laid too. But if you're going to make me think that you want a relationship and you're up my ass and you're texting me and you want to take me out and you wanted this and then all of a sudden we take it to the next level and now it's like, hello, hello, anybody there? Hello, is my phone working? Is this on? Like, does it work? <laughs> Because it was getting blown up for God knows how long. And now all of a sudden, holy shit, it's not working. What's going on? So it's really, um, it's, it's, 
it's a really fucked up state of well, affairs. It, it is, and, and, and there's also a lot of fucked up people out there. So that um, are out. You, it, they're out for blood. And money and everything else. I mean, you get these, you know, and it, it's both ways. You get women that will, I mean, you watch these Dr. Phil shows. There was an older woman that kept meeting people online that she was falling in love with, which she never met. And she sent them tens of thousands of dollars. And it's not even that person. It's like somebody sitting in front of a computer pretending to be this person. So it's like, it's crazy because, you know, and especially me, like I am the worst. Like I know right away. So now I'm like, uh, that don't make any sense. Like, you know, when two and two don't add to four, you're like, so I think that what you were saying, though, is true, right? You initially, you're, like, excited about it. Okay, I'm going to date. Like, I'm going to go on the websites, right? And you're like, all right. I used to look at it like, like you know, like the shopping network. That's how I look at it. You're scrolling. <clears throat> He's kind of cute. All right, I'll take one of those. I'll take one of those, right? And, you know, and, and then the way I always, this was my analogy, right? So we, I think, was it, pl I think it was plenty of fish. There was your messages and then there was a carousel on the top yeah. and the bottom. So it was like, you know, when you go to the restaurant, when you go to a restaurant and you say, like, they're, they're like, okay, dessert, right? And they tell you, you know, what they got and then they bring the cart over. So now before they bring the cart over, you're like, I'm definitely getting tiramisu. And then they bring the cart over and they, they got everything in front of you and it's just all around you. And now you're like, oh shit, there's chocolate mousse. Oh my God. There's, uh, you know, my, my favorite, you know, pudding. There's this. And now all of a sudden you were set, you were getting tiramisu. But now that the carousel is moving around, now you want it all. So now you want the tiramisu. You know what? Give me one of those, those chocolate mousses too. I'll take that too. And that's what they do on the dating sites, they design it so that you're talking to Frankie, but then you got Joey up in the top there and you're like, oh, he's kind of cute. Let me click on that. Yeah. And men cannot do, men cannot uh, multitask. So if they're talking to one person and then they're clicking on another one, they're screwing that up. Do you know how many times I was messaging with people and they came back and called me the wrong name? Because they were messaging with multiple people. Yeah, I would, I would, I've gone ghosted a few times. We were having, like, conversations, and then gone. Don't know what happened to them. Yep. I, I had that happen. Um, well, that happens a lot. But normally, but did you meet them before they ghosted you? Or just, no. no. They just, yeah. Just disappear. I know, and I don't get that either. Like, why bother? You know what I mean? I don't get it. I just, I, I don't get it either. I mean, I'm like, to me, life is too short. We're all adults here. Why are you wasting my time? And especially, you know, your children were a little, or, or older. I got to get a babysitter. Right. Don't you waste my time when I got to get a babysitter to go out. Like, you're kidding me right now, right? Because any mother that goes out or father 
and they have a babysitter for their kid, they're going to sit in the fucking car for four hours if they have to, to take advantage of the babysitter, right? So, you know, it's just so disheartening. Um, And I think that like you were saying, you start off really excited and you go on and you get like 80 million people, you know, that want to go out with you or that message you and you kind of feel like, oh, I I still got it, you know, like I can do this, I'm pulling them, right? And then you start noticing what you're pulling and you're like, ill right so you oh, give up listen i've had a couple of dates that were like you know one guy it was just like a meet and greet kind of kind of thing okay and he you know we were having normal conversation or whatever but then he's he uh he's like oh here i want to show you something and he shows me he shows me a picture It's a photo. It's like a with a Christmas tree and a TV, and on the TV is a video of porn. Now, you, I'm not a prude or anything, but this is our first time we're meeting, and you know, you're showing me this. Where are you going with that? Well, you knew exactly where he was going with it. <laughs> So he showed his hand, you know, which in essence, I understand how you felt about it. But you know what? I love when the garbage takes itself out. <laughs> yes. Because that shows you everything you need to know. And most of the times, you know, and again, you were married a long time. You were a baby. You were 26 years old when you met your husband. Okay. Like me, I was 21 when I met mine. Now, I went out, I did my thing. Believe me, I wasn't naive or anything like that. But <clears throat> I was, and then we broke up for a couple of years in between before we got married. But, you know, I really didn't know how bad it was. Like, I remember me and my husband would go out and we would come home and he would go, thank God, thank God I don't have to deal with any of that shit because I would never be able to do it. And, you know, I was just so happy that I, I never had to deal with that shit ever again. Um, and it was like, now seeing the state of affairs, you know, again, people are at this age, you should be in a better place, in my opinion. I hate to sound like that, right? But like... Yeah. A man, you're not, and and don't, like, I hope I say this correctly, not to sound fucked up, and I'm not trying to insult anyone else by saying this, but you don't strike me as the type of woman that uh, if I don't know you, like, I wouldn't show you a porn video, and you're a girlfriend of mine, you know? I wouldn't show that to you because you don't strike me as the type of person that would really appreciate that. Maybe if we were drunk and we were hanging out and I knew you real well and I messed with you a little bit or whatever and then I would do that, that would be different. But you don't strike me as the type of person that would, you know, you're not sending that message out. So how like out of tune can you be at we'll call it 50 that you would go there like you shouldn't be going there and you should know when you're dealing with somebody that that person is on a certain level and if you aren't going to meet that level then get to stepping 
you know, if you were putting it all out there where maybe there was a chance that you might, you know, have that side to you or whatever, okay. But still, the first time you, you're doing a meet and greet, this is what you're doing? Yeah. <clears throat> all right, so any other, like, but, so that was just, like, an idiot. But do you have any, like, nightmare stories? Well, I had two, um, like, bad experiences, right? And I was surprised because I'm usually pretty good at screening. So one guy, and this was my mistake because it was, it was like a shitty picture of him. And uh, he, he was, like, you know, telling me that he wasn't going to send out pictures because he has a business and yada, yada. Now, ironically, a girlfriend of mine had just gotten into some trouble because she had sent you know, pictures to someone she was dating unbeknownst that he had a girlfriend and she got a hold of the pictures and posted them on social media. So, uh, yeah. So, um, when that happened, it was at the same time. So I kind of like gave the benefit of the doubt because, you know, this just happened. Right. So anyway, he comes and he meets me and I can't make this stuff up. He, and now, look, I'm all for whatever. He spray painted his hair. Spray painted? Spray painted hair on him. Obviously, he was bald. And <clears throat> literally, he he must have taken something and like gone like this and just sprayed it on, okay? Now, again, I'm very sensitive to anybody who has lost their hair or whatever, but there are better ways to do these things. So when I saw him, I couldn't, and I'm a hairdresser, so I couldn't help. I was like, I was trying to stare at his hair because I just wanted to know how the fuck did he do that? It looked like shellac. Like, that's how bad it was. Oh like, God. it was shiny and, like, black, like, reflecting the light where I was just like, I'm looking at it and I'm did in. Did you laugh? I, I felt, what could I do? I was like, bartender. And I drank because what was I going to do? Like now you're in this situation. You don't know what to do. And he did the same thing. He put his hand on the back of my, on the back of, on, on my back. And I was like, ugh. like I just, you know, and then he goes, you know, it's funny, you know, when we're talking and we were messaging and stuff, you know, you had a lot to say. And now that I'm here, you got nothing to say. And I was trying really hard not to go, well, that's because I thought I was talking to somebody different than you, you know, shellac head, you know, but I didn't, you know, I didn't say that. So that was one bad one. I think I really only had two. And then the other one, <clears throat> I, you know, I got smart after, you know, like certain things. Like, again, if even when you go out with somebody, sometimes you'll go out with somebody and they're nice they're normal or whatever you want to call it. You have a decent time, but there's just no chemistry there. Like, you know, maybe you were talking back and forth. It worked nicely. But then when you meet, you know, maybe they look good in the picture. But then when you meet them, the chemistry just isn't there. So, you know, you 
you make it through the night, you know, thank you. I had a lovely evening. Don't ever call me again, you know, right? Better, right? But so I kind of got smart to that because again, my son, remember when my husband passed, my son was five. So now I'm like, you know, he was six, you know, or whatever. And, you know, I was trying to do this. And now I'm like, if I'm getting a babysitter and I'm going out, I, you know, and my girlfriend wanted to go out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be here. You want to come? I'm going to be out with my girlfriend. I'm telling you right now, I'm out with my girlfriend. But you're more than welcome to stop by and have a drink. And then we go from there. Because I got smart about not dedicating an entire night right. to, to that, right? So I like guys with long hair. So this guy had long hair and he talked about, um, you know, health and getting into shape and he blogged about it or whatever. Okay. We talked, something was a little offish, but he seemed like a really, really nice guy. So I said, look, I'm going to be in this area. If you want to come by, come by. So he walks in and my girlfriend goes, holy shit. And I was like, what? She goes, turn around. So I turn around. Now, no disrespect to anybody, but, you know, he made himself out to be like this workout person and, you know, took photographs of himself that way. And he was 400 pounds. What? Yes. Did you say 400? Yes. Oh, my God. So, again, there's nothing wrong with being 400 pounds. There are plenty of women that are attracted to larger men. And if I, if, if that wasn't, if, if I'm buying an apple, I don't expect to eat a plum. So if I'm meeting you and you're into working out, you're into eating healthy, et cetera, et cetera, and then you're 400 pounds, that's kind of false advertising, no? It's deceiving. I actually, that happened to me once. What happened? Uh, And you know what's funny is that people don't see themselves like that. They see themselves as, which is great, don't get me wrong, to feel good about yourself is fabulous, but that ain't you. Like, we all have to realize, like, you know, I I look at myself, you know, once you turn 50, a lot of shit changes. Thank God I'm only 49.999, but Thank thank God, you know. Because when you turn 50, all of a sudden you're like, damn, that skin is not like, what, what's going on? That ain't bouncing like it used to. You know, you're like, uh, okay, I ate a little bit too much yesterday. Holy shit, I sure did. I see that. You know, like it don't. Well, and, and guys start receding, you know, their hair recedes. And- their bellies get big. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I don't like being deceived. Right. Yep. That's fine. But don't send me something, a, a picture of what you look like 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Agreed. And, and again, I still don't get that. 
this whole catfish bullshit and all that stuff. If your end goal is to meet the person, do you not think that they're not going to realize that that is not what you look like? You know, but I'm serious. I mean, it's so weird to me. Like, for instance, when that guy came and met me, and now he was a sweetheart. What a nice guy he was, right? So now I'm out with my girlfriend. My girlfriend's friend was trying to talk to me. So she goes, listen, I'm going to take one for the team. I'll, I'll talk to him, and I'll get rid of him. You go talk to my friend. He's interested in you. And I was like, I, I can't do that. You know, this guy came here, obviously he's already insecure because of the way, you know, he handled the situation. I'm going to have that drink with him and I'm just going to tell him, you know, I said to him nicely, you know, thank you so much for meeting me. I'm going to get back to my friends. You know, I don't really see this going any further, but I really appreciate you coming out and meeting me. And it was difficult, I'm not going to lie, because, you know, but I wasn't going to be... You know, I mean, you know when somebody's trying to play you. I don't think that wasn't his end game. I think right. he was a nice guy and, you know, maybe people didn't give him a chance. And I wasn't going to be, even though I am that bitch, I wasn't going to be that bitch. Because he never did nothing wrong to me. And we're all out there trying to, you know, it's just a squirrel trying to get a nut. You know what I mean? Right. So I wasn't going to do that to him. You know, I said to my girlfriend, thank you, I appreciate it, but I'll handle this, you know. And, you know, it, it, it is, it's hard. So those were the two times, but I did like you too. I just fucking gave up. I gave up like years ago. I gave up. And now I uh, just live in the land of, um, I am now um, Karen Amoeba and um, I uh, practice asexuality now. I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's rough out there. It really is. You know, and then last year there was COVID. So, you know, I actually what I did was that, that we could go out to bars and, and, and all that. Yep. So I kind of opened myself up on um, Facebook and I started meeting people on Facebook. I've, met, I, I've actually made a lot of friends. Yep. Wise, yep. Um, it's been great. So that was actually a better avenue than any of these other dating sites. Absolutely. Um, and the, the 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 one of the good things about Facebook is that we can see the mutual friends as well. Exactly. So you get a better picture of their life. Well, and not only that, but somebody else knows them, so you're able to go. Joey, you know that guy, uh, Michael, what's his deal? Cause that's what I, I'm like, what's his deal? What's that one's deal? I, you know, and, and now, and so they'll, you know, they'll give you the 411 and some people will go, I don't really know the guy. And some people will go, you know, well, you know, he had it rough or whatever. Some people, you know, so, but at least you get a little bit of a baseline so that you know what you're dealing with a little bit more, right? Because old school how did we meet? We met when we were out in clubs and bars or yeah. through friends. Right. right? So that is the difference 
Um, you know, I think that <clears throat> now it's a beautiful thing that we have the internet because I got to tell you, I'm from Westchester. I think Long Island guys are fucking hot. I say all the time that we got like Bronx assholes. We got Brooklyn assholes. We got Queens assholes. We got Jersey assholes. We got Long Island assholes. But the Long Island assholes really are one of the better looking of the crew. So I always like, you know, so I'm like, and I mean, I don't go out. I mean, I used to go out in Long Island, you know, back in the day, but now, you know, you know, so it's like, it's a nice thing because you can get connected with somebody you might have never met otherwise, right? right? But Facebook has the same ability because people are from all over. So you right. do have the ability to meet other people. The thing is, is that I think the most important thing is keeping an open mind. Because yeah. me, like I tell the story all the time, how I was always such a bitch. Like, you know, somebody would work up their nerve to say hello to me and I just roll my eyes and, you know, look at them like, who the fuck are you? And if we have an open mind and we allow people to say hello and we say hello back, two things can happen. One, you can form a friendship or two, they can bullshit the hell out of you and you should have, you know, kept them away, you know, too. So it's a hard thing. I mean, I have people, you never know who's legit and who's not unless you know the people behind those people. Yes, I agree. I mean, I just had a thing not that long ago with a guy uh, that was not like a love interest guy, but a guy um, that followed my show. I used to see his post all the time. I think he's blocked me at this point. Um, and, um, you know, supposedly he had cancer. <clears throat> and I sent him prayers on the show, as you know, on Coffee Talk. We always send prayers out to everybody. And he gained, you know, like right now when you finished this show today, most of my listeners, although a lot of them know you already because you've been a part of our show, now that they are getting to know you, you're going to get a lot of friend requests when this show finishes and you are going to have more friends. So a lot of people will befriend people that I, you know, do a shout out to or whatever, because we are one big family. Right. Sadly, you don't always know who's real and who's not. And I still don't know if this gentleman was real or not. But when you don't know me and you ask me, when you're sending me something and telling me about what's going on and now you're telling me I should Western Union you money. Oh. Now the spidey senses go up because I would sooner blow someone in the fucking street to pay my bills that no one would ever know than to ever ask anybody, you know, right. that I don't know from, first of all, I don't, I don't do that, but I'm just saying, you know, so that went, and so I went, whoop, and then I know that there are people that supported him because of my show. So now I'm reaching out because I was like, wait a second, if he's asking me, what if he's asking this person and this person, you know, is such a giving person. I don't want them to think because now they're going to think, oh, well, Karen 
you know, right. sent print. So now this guy must be legit. So if he, you know, oh my God, he needs to do laundry. Let me go ahead and send him the money. See, right. that's the kind of stuff that's really, really horrible. And it's terrible when somebody uses somebody's good name, you know, to benefit themselves, right? Right. So that's, you know, that's a scary, that's a scary thing. So it is good on Facebook to be able to try to connect with people, try to have fun. Um, right. You know, so now you, you've just kind of given up on the dating thing somewhat-ish. And you said yes. you were just going out with, the, but you have friends to go out with, right? I do, I do. So I you're fortunate. And, it, and I'm good with that. So. And that's, and you know what? When I used to go out, I remember when I was younger and I would go out and we just wanted, the girls just wanted to go out dancing. We weren't looking to hook up. We were just looking to go out and dance and have fun. And guys would get pissed off. Well, how come you're not talking to me? Well, because I'm here with my girlfriends. I'm not going to be rude and start talking to you. Now that we're adults, we kind of all, you know, do our thing. But when we're younger, especially me, you walk in. Well, I'm always like that. You walk in with me, you walk out with me. Um, you know, you go to the bathroom, you tell me you're going to the bathroom. I don't want to turn around and be like, where, where is so-and-so? You know, I, I don't play those things. We're together. I need to know where you are because that's just how I am. And, um, you know, so... Now it's different you, where everybody kind of branches off a little bit and talks a little bit to each other. But when we were younger, I don't know how you were, but the way I was, I would be just all about my friends. And to me, you're in imposition now. Beat it. And I would give them the, you know, the shoulder, like, you know, get out. Like, you know, they'd be over here and I give them the shoulder, you know, so that like they would know, you know, like beat it. We're not here for you. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, 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 it's tricky. It really is. Um, and I think it's, it's hard to, did you know how hard it was out here prior to getting divorced? No, I had no idea. It's no a idea sad state of affairs. Yeah. That's the best thing I can say. And you know what the funny thing is? Um, <clears throat> the, the bigger issue is that a lot of people do not even know what they're bringing to the table. So there are people that could be commenting on the show right now and think that they got their shit together and they're one of the people we're talking about right now. That's true. <laughs> you know, because people, oh, I'm the best. I do this, I do. I'm sorry. You're the idiot that doesn't fucking return a text. You're the guy who sent the dick pic. So now, I mean, I did a whole show about people blowing up somebody's inbox and my inbox got blown up from the same person that was commenting the entire time on the show. What do you think? I'm not, I mean, hello. The only thing I didn't do was call you by your name. Otherwise, do you not know that I'm talking about you as you're blowing up my inbox? Like people need to check themselves. Yes, you. Maybe it's you that is that asshole. And maybe you need to take accountability for it. Or maybe it's you that is that bitch. And you need to take accountability for it. People don't. They think there's nothing wrong with them. So they come out of a relationship, for instance. I don't know, you know, what happened in your marriage. You know, some people just split up amicably. You know, the kids get older and there's no re you know they stayed together for the children now the children are older they're moving on with their lives and there's no animosity it's a release it's like okay you know 
we're good. I love you. I just, I'm not in love with you. And you can, you know, peacefully move on with your lives. But when you've been cheated on, when you've been abused, you know, um, et cetera, et cetera, it's very difficult to move forward from that if you don't do the work. Because a lot of people blame it on the relationship and they never take accountability for their role in that relationship. Right. Normally it takes two. Unless you're just married to a real asshole. Then it takes one. But now when you get out of that, you're still going to have that PSD or P, right? P, P, PSD. Um, post-traumatic PTS. PTS. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. PPD. I don't know. Whatever. You're going to have something that has a lot of abbreviations. Right. And, you know, so I always say that to people, like, you got to do the work. I have somebody that I know that messaged me today, and apparently um, they jumped to a conclusion. They saw the girl they were dating, posted something, and they thought, he thought it was something other than what it was, and he jumped down her throat, and the post was actually about him, and it was a good post. But he has, like he said, my, my ex-wife screwed me up, and I need, and I said, well, then you got to do the work. Like, you know, what do you, you can't go into another relationship like that because you're just going to do the same thing again. And, 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 you know, and that's another thing, you know, is a lot of people damaged from their prior relationships and that carries over into the next relationship. If you so, don't take accountability for your role in it. You know, you can't sit there and blame the entire reason why the marriage failed on one person. You can't do that. It's impossible. We all have a role. Yes, I agree. So, you know, but yeah, it is a scary, uh, it's scary being out there, being back in the world. It's not even scary. To me, it's, it's, um, disheartening. It is, yeah, that's a good word. It's disheartening. Yes. It's disheartening because you're really like... You know, I'm going to give this a <laughs> galleon effort. And then you're like, eh, nah. You kinda get, it kind of gets crushed. Big time. And it sucks, you know. So I just, but you know, this is how I look at it. And I always said this, even though I no longer am on any of these things. Um, I say it only takes one. So it doesn't really matter how many frogs because it only takes one to get the prince so i always say i never give up hope in that you know scenario um because you know if i'm on well when i when i was on the site i would say i know i'm normal i know i'm a good person there's got to be another person out there that has a penis that is another is a good person as well. There's got to be. So you can't They're lose. They are out there. You got to kind of weed through. There are a lot of great guys out there. Um, and there are a lot of great gals out there. But unfortunately, finding the great gals and the great guys is the challenge. And again, like Gino is saying, you know, attraction, um, you know, is another thing. It's very difficult because you know what? I know, you know, I, I talk to people all the time and, you know, you know people that get married because they look good on paper. 
but there's no connection there and it doesn't last. So a lot of times, you know, we, we, we go with somebody, well, sometimes you go with somebody because of the type of life that you hope to live with them, but you're missing, you know, the connections. And as we get older and the pickings are so, so slim, people really start to go, well, you know, it's really not that bad, you know? And it's like, are we really settling for this? So it's a true. And I think at, at this stage, right, at the age that we're at, we're now 40, and we're not going to just jump into just anything at this point. You know what you want now, and um, you're going to wait until you, you find that right person. So I'm going to use the word um, selective over picky because yes. okay. picky would indicate that you were a pain in the ass. Selective would indicate that you know what you want, or at least you know what you don't want. So I, I definitely think, and that's the harder part too, is that we, when you're on your own two feet, you don't need nobody. When we're kids and we're trying to build a life, we need that other person so we can build this life, right? Now, I don't need you to build my life. I have a life. I just want somebody in it to share it with me. Right. So it's a very different, um, you know, uh, uh, relationship and scenario. Because when we're younger, we tolerate more. We don't know as much. Yes. Which, you know, again, I think somebody posted ignorance is bliss. And to a certain degree it is. Because you guys learn and grow together. But once you are an adult and you should be established, when you look at somebody and they're 50 years old and their credit is fucked, you know, you're going, really? What, what happened? Like, why? You know, and again, things happen. Don't get me wrong. You get divorced. You know, your business went under. It happens. But you shouldn't be a mess at 50. You should no, maybe go you through. Have, have, have Somewhat. And if, if, if you fell on hard times, understandable, but it doesn't define who you are. So it's very tricky. It's, it is very, very tricky. Um, so, I mean, I'm hoping that the future is a little brighter for all of us. Right. Um, and I know that, you know, again, um, first of all, for anybody that's just tuning in, even though we've been, you know, um, talking, you know, incessantly now for God knows how long, and I haven't even stopped for a station identification. Um, you guys are tuned in to Real Talk with Karen Stacy. My guest today is G Giselle Elizabeth, and um, we're live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. We're live on the Karen Stacy page. We're live on the Real Talk Coffee Talk group. Please make sure you join the group. Join all your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to uh, Real Talk Karen Stacy on YouTube and on Twitch. And we are talking to Giselle, who is now a single mom. Um, and uh, Giselle was um, brought to us, so to speak, because uh, we are in the circle, right? The New York Ties right. circle. Yep. And um, for those of you, of course, that have been following the show, you know that New York Ties is going to be um, a mob series. Um, they are working on the pilot as we speak. And um, hopefully once filming starts and stuff, I will get to meet 
everybody um, before I had them all killed off. Not only kidding. <laughs> and uh, Giselle is playing um, one of the boss's wives. So the Solano family, right? Yes. And you are playing um, the misses. So um, should be interesting. Are you excited? Well, listen, all we can do is our best. Well, you guys saw Raphael was on last week, Mr. GQ. <laughs> He's just the cutest thing ever. Wasn't isn't he just a sweetheart? Yes, very sweet. And it was nice having him in the studio with me too. That was fun. Um and, and he had a lot of good information. Absolutely. Well, you know, he's been in the business too. So it's nice right. to, uh, you know, hear, you know, I like to get people's, you know, all people's perspectives on things, you know, so it's always nice and, and it's nice to learn the person behind it. So that's the reason, one of the reasons why I was happy to have you on the show. First of all, you happen to be an awesome woman, obviously. Um, so it's always nice to know the person behind the character, if you will. Um, you know, because, uh, you know, that's how you build fans to be quite honest with you is people want to know what you're really like. Um, you know, so that was kind of, you know, it was a fun thing. So I really do appreciate everybody, uh, that tuned in tonight. I see your comments. I apologize that I haven't read all the comments. I do see them. Um, but you know, on Tuesday nights, I don't read the comments as often as I do on, uh, in the mornings. The morning show is definitely more um, interactive, um, but I will say this, and I don't know now, Giselle, where you're, where are you located? I'm in Bergen County, New Jersey. Jersey. Okay, yeah. so I, I, I put it. You, you, I don't know if you heard the show earlier. I put a little feeler out there. I keep telling everybody, you know, to stay tuned because we are somehow. I might be sixty, but we are having a birthday celebration for me. We're going to have my 50th birthday by the time I'm 60, I promise you. No. Um, and we're going to make it a, a birthday slash real talk slash coffee talk anniversary. We're going to do a little something, something. So I'm hoping that since we haven't had the opportunity to be around others and the world is a little bit better now, um, that we can all come together and meet and, you know, enjoy ourselves. So once we get it on the calendar, you got to come and any of the New York Ties people that live in the area need to get their asses over as well. And it's something we're going to be doing, you know, on a somewhat, you know, try and do it, you know, somewhat often enough that people can get together and just the same way that we built a little family on coffee talk and everything else is the same way that we want to, um, you know, build, um, you know, this, this kind of, uh, interaction, um, you know, because some of us need more than just the computer. Yeah. <laughs> we right. need, we need people. Um, I, I also, I want to mention before I forget, please. Uh, has made it to number eight on the 
Very cool. I've never heard of Broad Jam before. I don't even know. What is that? Okay. And you upload music there. There's um, they have contests. There's um, cool. They collaborate with one another. That's awesome. I haven't heard of that. That's awesome. Well, congrats. That was Tony, right? The Iceman. Yes, Tony. Congrats. Um, <clears throat> a birthday celebrate. My birthday celebration is very. See, we got a lot of people celebrating birthday. Gina's ready. See, we're ready. We're ready. We're going to make some moves, you guys. Don't worry. The fun is a coming. <laughs> if you think I'm funny now, <laughs> wait until you see me. <laughs> oh, and then, yes, that's right. You got Nick, um, Nick's books. Did you see the show a couple of weeks ago with Nick Christopher? Nick Christopher's. He was, um, uh, he's the one that wrote, he wrote a lot of the mob. Oh, um, the mob book. So uh, Carmela ordered uh, books from him and she said she just got them. So um, thumbs up. We can't wait to check those books out as well. I got all, I mean, Gangsta Mama, I got all the boys. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> You're not called Gangsta Mama for nothing. That's right. That's why they're going to write me in. I'm going to be whacking everybody. <laughs> I'm doing it. Let's go. Um, that's um, that's my my inner bitch will be channeled out. The inner gangster. Um, but you know what? I look forward to it. I hope that you really will come and and, and come out because we're gonna make this happen. I definitely will be there. We need a little crew. Um, but we're we are we are going to be doing something in the very 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 near future. Or by the time I'm sixty, really depends on you know how we look at it. <laughs> I, I'm, so do I. And I just, I mean, I, I really, you're a doll. I'm so glad we got to talk. I'm so glad that, you know, you reached out and we got to connect. Um, I want to say thank you, uh, to, uh, you Giselle for coming on. Thank you to, uh, for having me. absolutely. It sounds like the world just came to an end outside. Did you hear that by any chance? No. Okay. It's, it's, I don't know. You know, like the mufflers, like, I don't know what they do to them that they, it sounds like the, like there's a bomb going off. It's terrible. Anyway. Uh, thank you to Joey and Shorty, uh, for, uh, letting us, uh, yip yap today. My New York ties men. Um, so, uh, again, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for sharing and God bless you and your daughters. Um, you know, and, you know, God help us all, us single women and men, uh, that we should all, I'll say like a, like the prayer that we should all just, you know, <laughs> I don't know, not have to deal with whatever the hell it is that we're dealing with. I don't even know what to pray for. That's the sad thing. That's how bad, that's such a bad state of affairs. I don't even know what my prayer is. Like, please God, just, I don't know. <laughs> Please make it not that bad. I don't know. I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to pray for, but I see everybody's comments and they're saying great show and they're, 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 you know, screaming out for you as well, Giselle. So I'm sure you're going to get some friend requests after the show. So for any of you guys that tuned in tonight and don't normally tune in, we all support one another. So here's what we do. You guys, we go on the real talk, coffee talk group, and we hit that join button. We go on the New York Ties group. We hit that join button. 
we go on the Karen Stacy page, the Karen Stacy page, we hit the join button, the subscribe button. We do the same thing on YouTube. Uh, New York Ties is on YouTube as well. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, Real Talk Karen Stacy, hit that subscribe button. And somebody asked me what Twitch was. Stacy, you're the best. Twitch is just another platform. A lot of DJs go on it. Um, I'm on there as well. Sometimes there was there's Facebook fuckery, and Twitch usually doesn't have any of that. Um, so that is just another platform <laughs> that we like to use. So um, again, if you guys are new and you just tuned in tonight, please make sure you hit those buttons so that you can be a part of our show every time we have it. We do Real Talk with Karen Stacy every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. And we do Coffee Talk with Karen. Uh, we do that Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. And Giselle is on all the time with us. So if you want to come on yeah. tomorrow morning, say good morning, have coffee. We will all have coffee together, right, Giselle? Yes, that's right. I'll be there. All right. Well, I can't ask for much more than that. We can have coffee together and hopefully real soon we'll be, that drink you had looked so good. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was sangria and it was delicious. It looked really good. I like sangria. I'm just scared of it because after one or two of those, you know, and it's not even about getting drunk because I'm drinking homemade wine and I'm still standing. It's more about the headache because the sangria has so much sugar in it. Ooh. Yeah. And where did, where was that? What, what, where, in, in Jersey? No, actually it was in uh, Nyack, New York. Oh yeah, where'd you go? The, the Time Hotel. No way! That's why I was asking. I love the Time Hotel. We actually might even, you know, I don't know. There's some talk okay, or whatever. I love the Time Hotel. The food is phenomenal. Um, and the drinks are very tasty. They have good bartenders there. Absolutely. That's so funny. So how far is that for you? Uh, 20 minutes. Okay. So I'm about 20 minutes from there too. So when, yeah, I mean, Bergen's not that far. Yep. All right, cool. See, look at that. So we'll have coffee together. And then when we celebrate my, my 60th birthday, we'll have, you know, wine or whatever else. We'll see what happens. But I thank you so much for joining us tonight. We look forward to, uh, you know, seeing you on New York Ties. And um, we'll talk soon. I'll see you tomorrow for Coffee Talk. I will be there with my coffee. Sounds good. Bye, sweetie. Ciao, ciao. All righty. All right, you guys. Um, Yes, we said Nyack. Um, All right. Who else? Um... Was okay. I, I'm not gonna go back and read all the comments now because I love you guys, but there's way too many comments to read. So I apologize. You know I love you guys, but I can't always read the comments when I have a guest on. So forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Carmela. I see you're on here. I'm not sure if Lisa is still on here. Um, so uh, thank you and thank you to everybody that shared out the video. Uh, and supports the show. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, two for Tuesday is over. No, <laughs> I'm done. I'm all talked out. I was on the phone. Carmel had me on the phone for six hours. My father had me on the phone for six hours. I'm talking for eight hours on the goddamn show. Jesus Christ, I just need to go shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
And on that note, I love you guys. And I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Get your coffee ready. And oh my God, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. Somebody give me a good uh, sex topic to talk about other than how to be asexual in 2021. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. Mwah. See you tomorrow at 11 a.m. All right. Signing off. I'll see you guys tomorrow on MiamiMikeRadio.com.